Hey, it's William, the editor. I'm just hopping in here really quick to let you know that Nye had a bit of an issue with the audio on this episode, so the Nye slash Nemo sections are going to be kind of rough. It should still all be listenable, and I hope you're able to enjoy the episode regardless. It's a really great one. And I just wanted to deliver a little content warning here as well that I noticed while I was editing and also implemented while editing. The first is uh, general harm and in some cases death to children. And also I added gun sound effects into this episode. So those will come up as the weapons are are used. So if that's something that you can't deal with, uh, just know that that's going to be coming up. There will be a transcript of the episode. If that's an alternative for you that you can use, I, I hope that you utilize that. Thank you very much and enjoy the episode. Welcome to $2 Creature Feature. I am your Keeper of Mysteries, Mr. Ray, and we are here for another episode. If you've listened to our prior two episodes, I just want to say thank you right off for sticking with us. If you're new to the podcast, uh, we should have two episodes prior to this one that kind of establishes who our characters are, a little bit more about the setting, and uh, what's been going on. First of all, we are a Monster of the Week podcast set in the 60s, and we are a traveling carnival. We are a prequel podcast to a podcast that had happened under Sam Richardson on Q Times. So if you want to get some kind of connections, you do not have to listen to it. But, you know, if you want to listen to something in the meantime, definitely head over to Q Times under the playlist Monster of the Week. And there's a bit slash L-Y. Fight the monsters. Yep. Capital F-T-M. As I said, I'm the Keeper of Mysteries, Mr. Ray. And uh, some big thank yous I want to get out of the way real fast. I want to thank you to Q-Times and for uh, hosting us. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to uh, William White, who did the amazing job with our song that I love so much that I really want to make it into a ringtone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, also, they edit our podcast, and I just want to say thank you so much. That is a thankless job. I want to thank Sam Richardson for uh, setting up the setting that we get to play in. Uh, we're all huge fans, and that's kind of one thing that brought us all together. I want to thank Michael Sands and Evil Hat Productions for the game system that we're using, Monster of the Week. It's an amazing little system. Uh, it's like Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Supernatural or the X-Files, all shows that are now over with. That's been put into uh, an RPG system. It's really fun. It's really light. And it's very cooperative. And uh, I'm a huge fan of it. But our players have their own playbooks and own characters. And they roll dice to do fun things. So without further ado, I'm going to let my cast go ahead and introduce themselves. Starting off with Laura. Hello, um, I am Laura McMillan. I play Dor Bolin, um, who does indeed roll dice to do fun things and uh, sometimes violent things. She uses the wronged playbook and as a young woman, usually ensconced in a 
big old hood and big old army jacket concealing a firearm or two. Uh, and she is here to fight those goddamn monsters best she can. Uh, so she's she, her, and you are? Yes. I am also she, her. All right. And um, my name is uh, John, J, Joe. Call me whatever you want. Just uh, please don't call me late for dinner. I play uh, Sybil, the Hex. She is, you know, uh, mysterious and can see the future. And there's a... Uh, there's a lot to be uh, found out about her and her motivations. Um, so, yeah, uh, keep an eye out. Or rather an ear, I suppose, is the uh, more appropriate uh, sense, but... Hello. Yeah, I'm here as well. I'm Nai. He, him. And I play Nemo. Also he, him. And I'm playing the, the monstrous playbook. I don't do any of the things that they've described. I'm just here. Being monstrous. Also, side note, if this is your first thing you're listening to, if you've skipped the pilot and the, the first episode we did, I, I really want to meet you because that's, that's a strange decision to me. I can understand I can understand skipping the pilot and I, and I can actually understand going like a bit further ahead into mm-hmm. the future episodes. I'm straight right to go, no, I'm going to pick episode three, or technically episode two. The, the, the conclusion <laughs> of the first arc. Not the, not the prelude, not the, not the, not no, the pilot, no. just the, the conclusion yeah. of the first arc. It's very strange. Exactly. I mean, yeah. some people, that's, they just want to hear what we sound like once we've worked all the kinks out. I mean, those oh, I was about to say, oh, I, I regret it as soon as I said it. 12, episode 47, <laughs> and, we'll have all the, and we'll have most of the kinks. Yeah. Except for that um, foot thing. You'll have to beat them out of me, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I am Mr. Ray. My pronouns are he, him, but I will be providing the rest of the world. So um, the characters I play will be of all different kinds of pronouns. So without further ado. A recap of what happened last time. We had a child go missing, and our heroes showed up to the town of Garinger. So they find out from their 24-hour woman, whose name is Lex, that there is this kid going missing, and that the locals have gotten a search party coming together, and the head of the carnival, Severus Savarti, told them, go ahead and head off and take care of that, Um, It'll make us look good. So they all load up into the truck after a little bit of debate and they go to a uh, nearby diner and they meet three people. The politician that they meet, Timothy Bacon, is, what's the best word? A little bit suspicious? I mean, it kind of goes with the turf, but yeah, Yeah, I mean, a little more so than usual. Yeah, I was going to say, if I say, you know, a corrupt or fishy sounding politician I'd just be repeating myself <laughs> yes Sybil met with a police officer um, Tiberius Bacon because there are Bacons everywhere in this town Sybil had a vision of where uh, William Boyd might be but chose not to share that with Tiberius if I'm correct mm-hmm. yeah I hit that yeah wait what I hid the information hit, from that hit. I thought you said hit that I was like wait what I mean, that, I that, would, that, that but, like, so- the profession, again, like... <laughs> Look, when they said fuck the police, that's not what they meant. I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna stop, go, okay, continue, please, somebody. Um, and then Dor <laughs> met with... Tobias. 
Sorry. Yeah. I keep interrupting you. Speaking. I'm so excited. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. Interrupt me. It's okay. It, it doesn't get on my nerves whatsoever. Okay. Can I can I interrupt you then? I I'm sorry. Say- Wait one second. I I need to. <laughs> I need to interrupt your interrupting of an interruption. Whoa! Yeah, we're way over the line. <laughs> it's okay. I'll just sit here. You know, this this is the the second arc is you know just us, just us interrupting each other. For those who want to peek behind the curtain, it takes us double the time to do any episode just because we do all this bullshit and make poor William just cry. So door, door met with Tobias Bacon. And Tobias told her that this wasn't the first time something like this had happened and that the person who really knows more about what's going on or can kind of remember that is a store owner at uh, Quartz Infinity and that's C-O-U-R-T apostrophe S and this person's name is Cardinal Courtney. And so Dor, Nemo, and Sybil all went back to the truck and they decided they should talk to Cardinal Courtney before going after where they know William Boyd should be. They all loaded up into the truck and went further into town, and that's where we're going to pick up. You pull in uh, to this brick-and-mortar building uh, that looks like there's an apartment above it, but the downstairs kind of has a big window, and through the window, you can see um, two older women talking back and forth. One of the older women who is behind the counter has very long, uh, silvery gray hair. And the other one has her hair uh, turned up into kind of a beehive haircut. And uh, you can see in the shot that there are various uh, quartz and stones that look uh, very nice and appealing to the eye. Um, So go ahead and take it away. Are there any peridots or amethysts uh, just laying around? Um, Because I'd like to uh, steal one of those, I think is the right word. Steel. Oh my lord! Okay, right. Well, we're getting, we're setting off early. Well, no, I'll I'll do it while door is while door is distracting yeah, yeah. everybody. But oh I yeah, just, of course. Yeah, I'm just scouting yeah. out the perimeter right now. Yeah, uh, I mean they're they're inside the store, and you guys haven't gone in just yet. <laughs> Wait, so yes, I feel like Nemo is gonna do kind of like a sort of. I'll let you guys resolve it with rolls here in a bit. We'll see how this get, plays out. Actually, I don't know. Does Nemo see this? Oh, lovely. Yeah, I, I, I am I am enjoying picturing though, just like like while Dora and Nemo are walking into this storefront, like perfectly normal, not perfectly normally, semi normally, just Sybil is outside and just like immediately smashes a window <laughs> and grabs an just amethyst. Her. Like I like assuming assuming that everybody else is distracted by Dora and Sybil, Nemo. <laughs> Sybil feels like the kind of person that would be like like picks up a tiny like what I would presume is $2 worth of crystal and go, got it. Like, not, not anything of actual value. Yeah, just, I mean, yeah, basically, like just that's, a, that's, that's my intention. I just like I the it. idea that, like... Yeah, that's 100% my intention. Yeah. I'm just going to be like, simple. It's it's in the books. We can afford this. You don't have to steal it. But it's, it's so much easier to just, you know... Avoid the whole transaction. Actually, no. It's 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 so much easier just to buy it. But then I have to go up to them and I have to give them a coin, and it's just a whole thing I for me. And it's just it. like it's so I don't know. Lord. Oh heavens! That this hasn't happened because we've not rolled yet. Also, I'm speaking in my Nemo voice. So you all start to head inside of the shop, and you hear the two women arguing back and forth, 
And uh, the woman with the beehive is like, well, it's just not too much to ask for you to come down to the church and help us pray for your boy. And the woman behind the desk with the long silvery hair is like, looking for the child is not going to help. They've gone out and they've got themselves captured by something just like all the others. And the beehive lady is like, what others? Never mind, you, you people in this town, you have such of a problem with your memory, you always forgetting things. Well, just, just think about it and we'll, we'll, we'll pray about it, okay? Look, I got a shop to run. Why don't you go ahead and get out of here? And the beehive lady, like, pushes past all of you, doesn't even, like, give you a second glance as she leaves the shop. I'm actually impressed look at this three of us. I mean that that takes that takes a lot of gusto to knock three people like Um, never underestimate a Pentecostal woman scorned. No, 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 yeah. Just... The power is sword in the beehive. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> just like uh, right right through like a battering ram. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, it's like, it's like it's like you know when you see somebody get knocked through a wall, just the three of us are like, Whoa! well, it's like the Juggernaut, right? The Beehive is oh uh, the Crimson Beehive of Sidorak. Yes, I know that reference. I'm gonna let y'all take the lead uh, while I do some scouting. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume Nemo has the has a modicum of trust in Sipple not to immediately start grifting everything in the shop. So I'm going to... Well, I mean, mean, you haven't caught me yet. So, like, you have no... Like, I've been very, very uh, subtle about this sort of thing. Again, I feel like Sipple doesn't actually steal anything of monetary value. So it's just like... Like, Nemo's like, where are my erasers going? And it's just... I, I did say that for the American viewers because uh, uh, we say rubbers over here, but different. Oh, wow. That's something rubbers. very different over here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, we also call, well, we call them lots of things, but we also call them rubbers anyway. Um, yes. So I will assume Sybil doesn't steal practically. I will go up to the counter. Sybil, whenever you go to steal something, I'll just have you roll act under pressure. Okay. Okay. And then anybody who wants to try to catch Sybil will also roll act under pressure. And we'll just compare notes. Oh, fuck that. No, I'll just, I'll just fucking talk to women. Well, okay. So I, I just set the scene for me real quick. Like, what is the, the general outline of like, uh, like the inside of the store and like what, what kind of things are assembled on the, on the tables and what have you? Oh, I, I almost want to say it's almost like a candy shop setup where there are different kinds of hard rock things all organized, like in boxes. So, like, if you're, like, wanting several kinds of rocks, like, in bulk, you could just go in there and scoop them out. Okay, so, like, it's basically what you're saying is instead of a gumball machine, they have, like, a, a quartz machine. Uh, well, like, like old candy shops, like, would have just kind of, like, wooden bins that you just lift up the top oh, oh. and scoop in. Yeah. So, like, okay. there would be a display in the middle that, like, like, be different kinds of, like, smooth stones that you could, like, scoop out. But then, like, on the walls, there would be the more precious stones. Uh, or the ones that are just nicer to look at, like the minerals. Okay, okay. I yeah, I would. Um, mer- I can't make the same joke again. But um, no, I would head towards the the center uh, display of these things and just pick up a couple, you know, dull uh, amethyst or uh, some other like quartz uh, quartzite <gasps> can gem. We talk to our first, and then when you get rumbled, can we? Oh yeah, we, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I want to get the information before. I think, you know, we can get thrown out or whatever. It's fine. But she she looks at um, you three and she goes, Hi, how can I help you? Oh, well, 
It's, um, it's good to meet you. Uh, uh, my name is Nemo, and this is... Uh, gesturing to you oh, oh uh yeah uh, hi sorry i'm 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 sybil uh what's up afternoon ma'am afternoon um speak I'm up Dor- i'm a little bit older i can't hear you i'm door ma'am hello uh are you are you um, are you are you are you cardinal courtney ma'am ma'am she um 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 to- tobias tobias suggested maybe we could come and talk to you and you might have some information about um, about the missing kid. She she leans on the counter and she like kind of pulls her glasses off and her eyes narrow a little bit. And she looks you up and down and she's like, "Do you believe in monsters?" Oh, thank goodness! I thought you were gonna deny it. Um, so have you seen like a giant flaming pumpkin-headed creature? Cause like nobody else seems to know. They're just like hiding shit. I haven't seen anything personally, but I I wouldn't surprise me. I tend to avoid the business of myriads unless they come and seek me out directly. Okay, so we're going to have to have a chat about just dumping the entire secret secret nature of you know myriad kinds right out in front of the first person that suggests they might believe in them but well no no i mean if they might believe like they deserve they they deserve to know i don't i don't understand why not to interject my opinion into your group politics but i happen to know a group of corvid people who just (laughs) you know they they have a rule that everybody gets one secret they can give out like they can only tell it to one time so i'm just saying you might try a system like that it seems to work out Pretty well, except, uh, well, there's a French person who, it's, it's a whole thing. Well, the last time I was talking to, to the, the people of Corvid nature, it, I, I lost my shoes. And that was indirectly. It, it, it wasn't, I'll explain at a later date. Actually, why am I talking to you? It, never mind. Could you please help us with the location of the missing child? I have gotten right out of turn. I apologize. I don't know where the child might be. I just know they aren't the first ones to disappear. There's a very long list of children who tend to disappear around this time, almost like clockwork, once every four years or two years. There was a time of that. Well, sorry, around this time, like around this time of year, they disappear? Yes. Oh. Yeah, it always happens between July and. November. There's there's a streak. Honestly, the fact that William Boyd's gone missing is is really kind of late in the season. Well, I'm just wondering if it has to do with the weather. Like 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 does it always storm when they disappear? Like maybe they're getting getting lost in a storm and taken or something like that? Not that I'm aware of. Um let's see here. Eight plus four, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So for the past 12 years, every four years, there have been children who disappear. Before that, it was more frequent, around every two years. If I was to posit, somebody who is keeping such meticulous track of this information would perhaps have some kind of theory or idea. I doubt a woman of your intellect would keep such records without having their own opinions on the matter. If you were to have an investigation of such a situation, where do you think they would be going? And she gives Nemo a look over, and she's thinking for a minute, 
You've met the politician, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, uh, Sybil's eyes squint immediately at the mention of uh, the politician, uh, Bacon. If I were to interject a theory, I'd say that boy is trying to get himself put in as president. Now, I'd say that uh, he's manipulating the system. And he's using the youth of this town to get someone on his side. That's just the way these bargains work. Yes, Foyskin. Very Foyskin. Did I say four years? It's, it's been six years. I'm sorry. This, this uh, distracts me. This, uh, as I get older, I, I, I tend to misplace things. No, it's, it's quite all right. Um, well, maybe uh, Nemo here can give you... Uh, his secret, uh, he doesn't seem to, uh, never mind. But, um... Sybil, one, one secret, please. Oh, I, I didn't, I didn't realize that was a, a secret. I'm, oh, okay, I, I, I mean, just kind of gesturing at how you look. I mean, wasn't it kind of a given? Um... What, that I'm an immortal being because I wear slightly out-of-date clothing? That's more than slightly precious. By like uh, 150, 200 years, I would say. But... Well, shockingly, in the, in the time that I've been on this earth, I have had very few people comment on it. Most people just ignore it. Or at the very least think it's a slight, you know, devil-may-care attitude on my part. Well, I, to be fair, they are generally distracted by me. Um, I'm kind of a head-turner that way. Um, what what's uh, Cardinal Courtney's reaction to hearing that she's apparently talking to an immortal being? Does she, uh, does she, she seem did... surprised by this? No, she doesn't seem phased <laughs> no. at all. She's <laughs> just like, oh, well, I mean, we could always fall back on like. You I, know. I will say that the fact that she doesn't react at all definitely would catch your attention. Does it catch my attention? Well, well our attention, yeah, our the group. Yeah, collective. Oh. Have I... It, it, no, right, so let's not get into it. I was about to question how many people I've met that are aware of Midiads, but... Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. I think um, when I notice that she's not... Uh, that Cardinal Courtney isn't uh, particularly phased by our conversations, um, I'm going to uh, start rummaging around in that bin again. Um... Um, I, my intention is not to steal anything. Uh, it's just to find like a a small, like one or two dollar, um, or like a cheap uh, rock, basically. Yeah, I mean, you you definitely find it. Basically, I'm going to be using this as a means to. Uh, uh, so, like, I walk up to Cardinal Courtney and uh, say, "Hey, uh, could I? I'd like to get this. Do you do you mind if I? Yeah, and then I." Uh, slide a coin across the, the counter and I'm like uh, looking at Nemo and uh, did I like a, a look of approval kind of thing um, uh, and then uh, I just kind of wander off into the background one one more time yeah she goes ahead and rings you up and she she looks at the coin that you provided oh it's uh, it's not like a, a dollar coin or anything like that it's um uh, are you familiar with like uh, drachma and stuff like that? Uh, it would be a, a reminiscent of that, if not uh, the exact, uh, exactly identical. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm familiar with it. I've played Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Nemo will sigh very quietly, but you know, a slight like, and walk over, fish out his wallet, and hand over the appropriate legal tender for purchasing something. It's just two dollars. Uh, do you do you, do you want your coin back? No, no, you can. It's a gift. Hold on to it, Mike. Well, it is Sybil's way of um, showing appreciation. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, I, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt because the coin, the coins are cool and the rocks are cool, but there's a kid missing. Oh yeah, yes, that let is us, right. Let us, yeah. Uh, yes. So, do you have a location? I oh, did. Apologies. I do know that they're out in a cornfield. I did tell you that guy, right? Um. Uh, Oh shit! Did you share the vision with us? Last yeah, episode? I mean, I like, it, I may as well just be sharing it at the uh, as of right now, uh, based on how things have been going. I mean, maybe we should just invite Cardinal Courtney into the core group because we're just sharing everything, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. She seems like a really nice person. I've, I've, just, got, I've just... got a spare gun. Of course you do. <laughs> she <laughs> she not? puts the coin in like her her vest pocket because she's wearing a vest. And she's like, I'm not interested in joining any parties. I've had my adventures. I'm, I'm just a simple rock saleswoman. I thought they were minerals. Minerals. They're Can minerals. I, I, I know we need to go, and you guys me out. Can I pick any magical supernaturalness on this person? Can I roll weird to kind of pick up on some something? I presume there's some kind of residual, or is that just a waste of time? Is this are normal Uh, I guess it's more like a world building question I'm more asking can a normal human do the you know see myriads and stuff like that or is it more of a just you definitely could Um, I do not know what I would have you roll I would Um, say sharp like investigate a mystery kind of oh, thing or fuck no I would just I give up I don't worry (laughs) I was hoping weird I mean do you have any kind of special senses? Uh, like, uh, don't you have no, those not, spirit eyes or something like that? No, 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 no. I don't have anything like that. No, I, I don't. Sh- I mean, it's. Oh. I thought you had like something that helped you see magic. No, no um, I. Yeah, w- w- no, I didn't. I remember we when I was making the character, it was between that or dark negotiator, which lets me mm-hmm. communicate, which lets me use my manipulation ability on monsters and we came to the agreement that that was more thematically interesting than seeing because the other one's immortal and i only get to um at first level well not first level but at the start of the game i only get two and it was immortal further okay okay um i mean worst things that worst thing that happens if you investigate a mystery and it goes badly is you get experience. You get experience. So. Yeah. No, I, I, I know, but I, I, we've, I've already, we've already wasted enough time. I mean, this poor <laughs> child is is not going to get their situation, so I just want to go. I just was hoping if there's a quick roll, I can make it's fine. Uh, let's just go. I- As you're walking out before Sybil um, leaves, uh, Colonel Courtney's going to whistle to get your attention. And she says, girl, come here. Um, and I, I look at door and I'm like, I, and which that, one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's two. <laughs> she, she 
points at Sybil. She's like, you. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay, makes sense. And then I walk over to Cardinal Courtney and see what is up. Courtney looks at Sybil and she says, she pulls something out from uh, the counter and she hands it to Sybil. And it's a rather ratty and like kind of tattered book. And in big, like kind of black letters on this brown leather bound book are the letters M R S. And there's a period after each letter. Is there a, is there a mister? Uh, or who, who? it's, it's an abbreviation. Read the oh. book. It'll tell you everything you need to know. Uh, uh, thank. Uh, and then I just kind of, I, I'm not generally confused by things, but I take the book and I nod silently and I uh, kind of, you know, walk away with thoughts of the future in my mind. So you all rejoin at the truck. Are you heading out towards the cornfield? Yes. I was going to make a joke about the fact that is there not so many cornfields out here that we can't tell the difference, but I assume... <laughs> it, it, <laughs> there actually that. is quite a few yeah. cornfields out I here. Assume they're it's they're the everywhere. to the settlement would be the logical yeah. conclusion. Yeah. yeah. And by the time you guys get there, the carnival's kind of set up, and um, there's even a sign out there like advertising the corn maze. Oh, well... It's obviously always the maze. Children and mazes, they just... They just go so well together. Sometimes they go badly together. Yes, I was I was going to more lean on that in my experience. Now, we'll have to get through here quickly, so I'll need you all on your best maze. Uh, Nemo is, like, visibly looking like he doesn't actually know where he's going with this. Like, he's kind of like, uh, maze... Behavior? Uh, be- yes. Be- yes. It's amazing. I don't think there's a pun there. I don't think there's a pun here. <laughs> no, 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 Nemo wasn't I'm... trying to make a pun. Nemo was just trying to like, like, I guess Nemo was trying to be like, okay, yes, we'll need to use all of our skills in maze. And then and he realized how silly that was as he said. Well, it. anyway, uh, Nemo, that's, that's cool and all. Dora, could you take the, the lead real quick? I, um, I think, I think you, you're better suited towards that. Out in front. Yeah. Well, I can go out. I shall take up the rear then with my saber. Oh no. Uh, uh, Nemo, you, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang back, uh, and just let Nemo pass me by for half a second, and then, uh, walk into the maze slightly after them. You're that terrified of Laura. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I just love it. (laughs) I'm not getting Before that happens, Dor, Nemo, you walk into the maze, and suddenly, like, it goes from, like, sort of like sundown to dusk. And it just drops to the middle of the night. Oh. And the sky oh, above you <laughs> is like like different shades of midnight blue and purple with like flecks of like red. And uh, if you know any of the constellations, you can't find them here. Uh, Sybil, before you step in, you feel a hand on your shoulder. And whenever you turn around, it is Tiberius Bacon. Uh, the deputy that you spoke with earlier. Hey, uh, how's it going? Uh, I'm gonna go on a walk 
in the uh, maze with me. Like, there's, and I'm very suspicious, obviously. I didn't quite trust you whenever you were at the diner earlier. Oh, no, I, I, I gathered as much by you being here. But yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I decided that I would track you all for the best lead. And considering that your friends just disappeared whenever they walked in there, I think I ought to stay with you. Okay, well, I'm going into the maze, so you're going to disappear. Yeah, but I'm going to keep you right with me. Uh, oh, oh, I see. It's a, okay, it's a, you, you, uh, all right, go ahead. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I'll, and then I'll uh, just kind of st stutter a little bit, um, not realizing uh, whether or not it's kind of like a protection uh, or uh, for me and himself, or if it's a um, suspicion thing. Um but I'm going to go ahead and walk into the maze, kind of uh, keeping my eyes peeled just in case uh, I have to shoot this deputy. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, we've escalated things. That's fine. I mean, you can get the sheriff, but you cannot get the deputy. Well, okay. So here's the thing. I, I think we missed that, that joke trope. last time. I'm trying to subvert the trope and like do the exact opposite of the song. So like, I am going to shoot the deputy, but not the sheriff. That's Fair enough. I just um, I'm I'm somewhat terrified how quickly Sybil's mind can go from like you know just kind of like to oh I'm gonna have to kill this guy. Well, oh, I mean geez. when you have as firm uh well firm maybe not but when you have a, a insight into the future you know death doesn't seem so negative in the long run. Yeah. So uh, he walks in with you, Sybil, and you both get transported just like Dora Nemo. Only you don't see Dora Nemo there. Hmm. Um. Well, I mean, like, it's not totally unexpected. I say to um, Deputy Bacon, and I'm like, I mean, they did disappear. It's obviously not of this earth. I, I guess we got separated. Is this aliens or something? No, sure. Why not? Let's go with that. I mean, like, there's this guy, Sir Kellyan Crop. Like, he, he he pops up every so often, but like, that's neither here nor there. Let's um, which direction do you think we should go, left or right? Uh, left. I I read in a book somewhere that if you're ever doing a maze, just keep going left, and you'll eventually solve it. Hmm. Makes sense. Uh, I'll just follow the 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 left path going around, see where it leads me. Um, it. Is it dark at all, or is it... Oh. Oh, yeah, it's really dark. Okay. It's it's basically like the middle of the night. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, use my my, uh, my hex move, uh, Lux, which will allow me to kind of like um, just provide a little bit of light. So I'm going to go ahead and roll. Oh, that's a six plus... That's an eight, um, just to kind of like make light. Okay. Um, what is your seven to nine on that? Like? Um, let's see here. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it real quick. Seven to nine. It uh, reveals foes as if I had read a bad situation and asked, "Are there any dangers we don't know about?" Whoa. Okay. So your light goes on, and you can see the walls aren't just corn stalks, but there's also these vines that are kind of stripped in there. And you see different kind of like gourds that are carved into faces. And that's always nice. Whenever you light up, it's like the eyes and the mouth of them start lighting up as well. And they start untangling themselves the wall. 
Oh, um, bacon? I I think we're about to be cooked. We should probably start <laughs> running. Um, I say as flames start flickering at my fingertips, just uh, on instinct as I start running uh, down the the corridor. Yeah, and he he draws his pistol and he fires a shot at like one of them, and like it blows up the pumpkin head, and then the body like kind of falls apart, but like there's still more coming, and he'll run off with you. Now, Joe, my skills in navigating mazes tell me we should always go right. Okay. I don't know where I remember learning that, but going right is... Oh, that's a thought I just had. Um, how tall are the corn, like, stalks? Under normal... Yeah, they're about five to seven feet, but these are, like, about 12 feet tall. So oh. if I was to put door on my shoulders, would, would her head be able to poke out just above them? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let's... Why don't you go ahead and give me an act under pressure if you put her up on your shoulders? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, I'm obviously... Door, uh, I have just had a wonderful idea. Would it be possible for me to put you on my shoulders so that we could see above the corn and then we would be able to find the center or the exit are we looking for? I'm not quite sure uh, what we are trying to do here. Oh, I, th- I think first we better try to find Sybil, and then we b- and oh, then we yes, and then we yes. better try to find William, and then we better try to find the exit. But that sounds like that sounds smart to me. I can climb up. Uh, right. Okay. Yes. And I like secure. I mean, I could go on. Yeah, I could go on your shoulders, but I feel that that would not achieve very much. So it makes more sense the other way around. You know, honestly, that. Well, let's try your way first, and then if that doesn't work, we can we can try you on my shoulders. As I say, I think Tor is actually strong enough to just like <laughs> hold you oh, yeah. Yeah. Really not every effect. like heavy guy, For like sure. just standing. Yeah, but it probably makes more. I think I, I don't really know how to measure this, but in my head, I don't think the height would increase any snippets. Anyway, I shall roll. I should say, at the is my worst roll. <laughs> So this is not gonna end well. <laughs> but it's fine. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get in danger. Um Oh it's not my worst roll. My second, third worst roll. I, I could maybe I could make if you I could maybe roll help out. Yeah, too, we'll just if, if, if it fails, we'll just wander about. Like it's not the end of the world. But um yeah. Uh do 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 right, I shall roll. Oh, that's actually not too bad. Uh that's seven. So on a seven to nine, the keeper is going to give you a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. Now, I not left with my knee, I left with my backs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I should have stretched. Oh, no. It's not you, George. It's fine. You're not heavy. And you, you feel something strain in your back. You collapse. Oh, boy. Oh, now by me, this I can't even no, like, uh, actually succeed. On a uh, act under pressure, you either have to get a ten or above, or something bad will happen. What? Oh shit! I didn't know that. Oh Jesus! Yeah. I would not have bothered because I'd have to get two fives or two sixes or a five and a six to succeed. Jesus. Yeah, this this game's kind of brutal as far as that goes. So you feel something strained in your back, Dora? Why don't you go ahead and roll act under pressure for me? Oh boy! Oh shit! I regret doing this now. 
I think it was it was it was a good idea. Well, not if I had to get like, yeah, the bad. Mm, I rolled. A I'm seeing your face. Five. Oh fucking hell! We're gonna kill ourselves before the pumpkins do. <laughs> Nemo falls to the ground, and Dor, you just land on top of him. Oh, 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 oh my back! Oh my back! Oh yeah! Oh, this is coming back to 1812 all over again. And Dor. Your shotgun goes off. <gasps> oh, come on, man. No. And the shotgun goes off, and you you surprisingly don't shoot Nemo. Good. But see, purple flames light up. And for the first time since you stepped in here, it's become a lot easier to see. But those flames start to move, and you see they're actually inside of gourds or pumpkins. And they're creatures that are coming to life. And they're leaving the confines of the walls of the maze. Oh boy. Um, can I help, can I like help Nemo up? Like, arm, oh like, arm around my shoulders style? Anymore. Oh boy. Oh, um, thank you, Joy. I apologize. Um, oh. Roll act under pressure again. I want to rescind my thanks to the creators of this game. It's so mean. <laughs> no, that's not true. Uh, uh, do I see these gourds? Yeah, you see them as well. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's that's an eleven. Okay, so you set out to do what you want to. So I am I am I am not letting my friend get taken by monsters today. So you pull Nemo up and you're just bossing it, like you're holding him up just fine. Um, but the creatures are moving in on you. Am I actually damaged? Like, am I taking damage? No, no. No, no. Okay. Uh, right. No, you got a, you got a, like a zero harm move, which is, um, you just feel yourself strained. If I'm seeing these chaps, I'm going to try and talk our way out of this, because it's the, literally the only thing I'm good at, and I can't do it with Dark Negotiator. I can use the Manipulate Someone move on monsters as well as people, Oh shit, if they can reason and talk, oh well. How good is the IQ of a of a harvest spirit? I feel like Nemo would know that. Are they chatty chatty pumpkins or no? No, they no. whatsoever. No, is it more just kind of like uh I've summoned you do my bidding kind of thing? Yes. And you sort of determined that earlier whenever um Oh we did, didn't we? And they're not done. Yeah. So I feel like we should make a very, very swift exit. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. D door. Door has your arm around her shoulder, and she's she's b booking it as fast as fast and to the right as possible. I've got to be able to do something useful. Yeah. Exit stage right. Pursued by <laughs> pumpkin pumpkin monsters. Uh, wait. 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 <laughs> I do actually, and there's my number one skill that I'm good at. And for those following on at home, yes, I'm trying to be useful at throwing my blackout lifting door. Uh, I believe my use magic ability can enhance my physical capabilities, not in like a combative sense, but I think I can uh, to run like the clappers if I want. Yes. I'm, I'm ditching the accent. Um, there is... A use magic ability, let me... Well, yeah, it's not, like, uh, if I remember correctly, the guide is pretty, like, um, open about... Yeah, you do you one thing do. that is beyond human limitation. Yeah, so running, like, flash speed is beyond human limitation. Do you want to attempt that? 
Well, maybe we got flash. Uh, I would like to try, and I my weird is plus three, so I would be very shocked if I bugger this up. Famous last words. Please bugger this up. <sighs> okay, uh, I would like to say though, uh, but I'm going to say this quickly. No, it's okay if I again, once again, quickly pick you up. You're going to do your fast run thing? Yeah, I think that's a smart idea. Okay. I'm just literally grabbing door around the waist, hoisting up like a, like a, some type of small farm animal. I apologize. It's <laughs> the only image that came to mind immediately. There's no connotations with that. I just, yep, let's go. Yeah, not the, the obvious, like, pick her up and hold her in your arms or fireman carry. No, no, it's no, I, farm animal. I, I, I well, aren't think- you a zoologist? Like, uh, or like... Yeah, animals yeah, are first I, on your mind, or something like that. So yeah, you don't pick them up like that. Usually, you pick them up bottom and top. That's not really appropriate with a person. <laughs> so I'm just scooping. Well, anyway, you pick Dora up. Uh, ten. That was a ten on my use magic, which, if I'm correct, means I used it without any. Yeah, there's 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 no muck ups. Uh, yeah. So you pick up door and you start bolting through this maze. <laughs> Is that your friends? I don't... I mean... Okay, so... I don't have any fucking clue. Let's just try and find them. Like, I mean, like, it could be a trap. It could be... It could be them. It could be them in a trap. Like, there are several options. Um, (laughs) So let's just keep going, uh, following the path. And I'm assuming we're still being chased by... um, Yes, and you've, you've gotten far enough ahead. That little bit of breathing room. Okay. All right. Well, um, I think what I'm going to try and do is, oh goodness, I can see another time or place um, if I use a use magic roll. Um, so generally, I would use an object of some variety, but I feel like there's a close enough connection between my companions and myself to really to, to find them. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try and find uh, Nemo. Yes, finding Nemo. Very important. Yeah, I mean, it's a little fishy, I suppose, but he is kind of very important in my heart. Um, And that's a six and a four, so that would be a 12 total. You know what? Why don't you go ahead and describe, like, how you see them? I I know that I don't have a whole lot of time to do it, uh, so I kind of just, I I, I don't go through the entire ritual. Um, But uh, in my panic, I kind of reach out uh, with my mind um to try and see the different strands so like my eyes kind of go glaze over a little bit Uh, they go white uh and it's like i get tunnel vision like basically like i see the path forward like i see myself going down the path and coming across them rather than actually seeing them so like i find the way towards them and i just keep running down the way yeah, your eyes kind of glaze over or go white, and you're running down this path now after them. And the deputy's like, wait for me! And he just is like bolting after you. And it, it happens like you arrived where you know they're supposed to be. And there was a moment where like you stop. And the deputy's like, why'd you stop moving? And then uh, Nemo and Dor like bolt past you guys. And are just like, whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> and I, as soon as I see them, I 
I stick a finger up, I'm like, uh, that way. And then I just start running before um, Deputy Bacon can even uh, think about asking another question. Yeah, once they run by, he pretty much takes the, the, the hint and follows after. And you follow this path and Dora and Nemo, I'm gonna say you are the ones who get to the center of the maze first. Yep, I, I do the I do the like the <laughs> with my heels like slowing myself down. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I liked these shoes. Oh I knew I shouldn't have. Ugh, never mind. Never mind. It's my own fault. Oh, sorry, Dora, I'll put you down. I, I, sorry. Thanks. I can't wait for Nemo to get Nikes. Well, I mean, never, never. Sybil may be able no. to help uh, get some, uh, you know, official no. branding involved. No, 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 yeah. no. I'm not wearing them. So you get to this area, and in the center of the maze is a tree, and there is uh, what looks like a person in the tree, and they have long blonde hair that goes about down to their waist. They, they have a horn in one hand, and they're sitting in this tree. They have large, uh, almost angel-like wings, and a staff. And when they see you, they smile, and their wings flap, and it guides them down from the tree. And they sit in a wheelchair and smile at you and say, You know, for as long as I've been here, I've never had anybody willingly offer themselves to me, but... You know, I, I can't be upset with this kind of convenience. Uh, Nemo? I don't like the sound of that offer themselves up to me very much. Yes, this is not ideal. I would get a gun ready. Like, right now. It's ready. Okay. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not just going to shoot this person because I don't know... I mean, maybe they're not. Maybe they're not bad, but um, but I don't like the sound of this. You definitely get the vibe that there is something up here, especially whenever you see children being suspended by roots. Like it's as if the ground had like grown up like their own sort of like twisted tree, and they're like holding up these children, like binding them. Oh God! And when I when I finally come to the realization and I notice these things, I push past both uh, Dor and Nemo. I my fingers start dripping um, flame. It's almost like napalm is kind of dripping off of my fingers and splashing against the the ground. And I say in a uh, in a very stern voice, "And what did you do to these kids?" Let them go. And I'm just staring down the uh, uh, the character in front of me. All right, Sybil, uh, I'm going to take a hard move. Mm. And the person in the wheelchair takes their staff and just taps the ground with it. And vines the ground and rapidly tie you up and suspend you in the air and squeeze tightly, and uh, you take three harm. Oh, Jesus, okay, right, yeah, fuck it, okay, not gonna fight this thing. Oh, no, 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 no. For those unfamiliar, one harm is, like, not good. Two harm is, like, oof. Three upwards is pretty nasty to get in one attack. Yeah. 
You should show more respect to the Lord of Harvest. Do you see this? Do you see everywhere we are? We're in another fucking dimension. I did that. Yes, and you've done so marvelously. I stepped forwards. Can I read a bad situation? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can read a bad situation. <laughs> this... uh, I, I think I think I can do that for you. Um, oh, let me roll. Uh, yes, my <laughs> oh shit radar has gone right through the roof. I bet you're dealing with a fucking god. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, do need a bad situation. They might give us be benevolent and give us something. <laughs> So in response to your your thing, uh, I mean, I, I guess I mean it's kind of cool, like the and I like I try to gesture up at the sky and I'm like, the 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 ceiling's nice. Let's antagonize that. <laughs> and then I just hope somebody else takes over because I'm kind of babbling yeah. in order to distract from my pain. Cool. We'll see if this is helpful. Uh, okay, that's a ten. Or, or no, that's an 11. Am I plus one sharp? Make sure I'm plus one sharp. Yes. Oh, thank you, Mara. Thank you for having good rolls. All right. So you get uh, to hold three. Um, what's your best way in? What's your best way out? Are there any dangers you haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to you? And what's the best way to protect the victims? And if you act on any of these answers, you get plus one. Okay. I, I, I feel like... I feel like we know what the biggest threat is. <laughs> I mean, it's, de- it's the deputy. Yeah. He'll be like the secret. He'll be like he'll be like Zeus or something. Like yes, I am Zeus. Yes, I'm also here. Um, I mean, I think I think what's the best way to protect the victims is probably priority number one here. I'm gonna save. I think w- what's the best way? I was a good one too, but I think I'm gonna save that for a little bit later. The best way to protect victims would to get them out of the clutches of the vines and you kind of notice that the Lord of Harvest has their full attention on you so if there was a way to distract them um, you would have a much easier time of freeing the victims and by you you mean that the Lord of the Harvest has their full attention on on all of us or like primarily on Sybil or yeah, on all of you can I Ask something just quickly. This is kind of like a, a meta thing. Absolutely. Would the 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 trio our trio have established certain rules that we would not have to explain to the other? So if Nemo is approaching to talk to said Lord of Harvest, would Dor have the inclination to act, knowing that that is a distraction or some kind of disguise? Kind of would we would we have discussed not discussed this, but like I would assume we would know each other well enough to kind of it, it, uh, it kind of ruins the mystique if I lean back and go Dor do something quick. <laughs> I, mean, I, I would I would say you guys logically could have something worked out. That's between you all. I'll, I'm good with either. Yeah, I I, th- I think both. I think both. Yes, we probably do. And at the same time, this is a situation where there are a lots of children in danger, which we know is a thing that makes Dor freak out and Sybil is in immediate danger. So Dor like might not be totally thinking clearly right now. That's, no, that, that's absolutely fine. That's uh, no, I completely understand. That's okay. If you want to blow its head off, go for it, please. I'm all I'm all for suggestions. Yeah, go for it. Maybe. Your little gun packs a punch. Okay, okay, okay. So it's focused on us. Um, all right, and maybe there may be one other question right now. Um, what do you think? Other 
Any dangers we haven't noticed yet, maybe? Uh, I don't know, because I, mean, I still trust this deputy, but I also kind of feel like um, the way out might be, like, it depends if that's literally what is the way out, or if it's a figurative, like, how do we get out of this situation? Obviously, you would only know that, but I trust Door to find a resolution. So I have two more questions, so I can still I could still ask both of those. You can't hold them. You don't have to use them right now if it's kind of if it's too much right now. I think actually I'm going to ask what's most vulnerable to me because what I don't know is whether I can hurt this thing. Very good point. I can think of that. So remind me what um, what kind of arsenal are you packing? Um, my, what, what I have on me is my shotgun and my, um, uh, brass knuckles <laughs> and like probably a tool belt. I couldn't remember if you had a knife with you or not. No, I don't. I might have, I might have a screwdriver. <laughs> Just like slowly cutting the vine. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I, like it would be reasonable that door would have like a, pocket knife or multi-tool on her but, that, but that's not like that's not one of my official weapons I love it. That would be so, great. so from sybil's outstretched hand as she remains immobilized in the vines themselves uh from her hand drops a silver athame that's still glowing which it, it, it's a it's a magical dagger at this point uh if you i don't know for whatever needed uh reason needed a dagger are you allowed to stab things with that? I thought athames are like secrets. And uh, in this game, you absolutely can. I'll, I'll put it this way, Dor. You have two options available to you. So the vines definitely look like they would be the most vulnerable to you. You could either use Sybil's athame, or you are pretty confident that if you gave it a good shotgun blast, you could you could blow out the root and free the person that's suspended, but your shotgun would definitely attract attention. How many how many people are suspended? Because so like Sybil has her own root structure, and William has their own root structure, and then there are the others who like have their own root structures, but they look like they've been drained. How high off the ground is William? like high enough that if we remove the thing holding them up and they fall the wrong way it's a it's not gonna end well for them or it's honestly no more than a foot okay that's that's fine am i completely like there's no attempt there's no way that i can get myself out of this situation at all like i'm just kind of stuck here or oh no you can you can definitely try to get out okay well in that case i would definitely be trying to burn away at the roots uh, around me uh, in order to free myself, even if I have to take harm in order to do it. Oh, gosh. Okay. okay. Let's go ahead and find out what Dor's going to do, and then we'll see what Nemo's going to do, and then we'll go back to Sybil. Okay. Don't, don't immolate yourself. Gosh, we'll, we'll save you. Don't <laughs> worry. Or we'll die, but it's fine. Dor's first instinct, per usual, is to blast at it, but... I think she's also torn about helping William or Sybil. And then if she hears or sees the flash out of the corner of her eye of Sybil dropping her athame, I think she gets what that she gets what Sybil's intent is there. And if it looks like if it looks like Nino successfully distracting the Lord of the Harvest, she is going to 
back up a little bit and try to pick up the athame and try to slice that the vine that's holding Sybil. Okay. I'm not going to make you roll for it because Nemo's probably got the Lord of Harvest very well distracted. Okay. Nemo's just going to fuck this up. So, Nemo. Oh, I got this. Let's chat. Um, hello there, Lord of the Harvest, and I will take a, you know, a bow. Oh, finally some respect. Yes, of course. Powerful beings such as yourself deserve such a a service. Now, obviously, the situation we find ourselves in is not to the best of circumstances. And I'm sure that the pair of us, you know, mono, hey mono, or perhaps slightly bigger mono, can negotiate a scenario where all the players involved leave, um, if not healthy, then alive, if possible. These Humans are very important to me, and I would like to see their survival maintained. Also, that tiny human as well is also a, a must-have. Now, obviously, there's a little bit of ground that needs to be given on my end, so let's, you know, let's negotiate. What's the what's the deal? Uh, I'm sorry, you're trying to make a deal with me? Well... This is already a part of another deal. Yes, I know. I know the etiquette, but... As they say, rules were made to be broken. Who says that? The humans do, which now, upon reflection, may have not been the wisest decision to, to make. But you and I both know how this works. We need them. And suffice to say... I, I don't need them. I'm a god. Mm, yes, no, of course you don't. I... No, I'm, I'm, I'm a very important being. People used to worship me, mm-hmm. and now I'm stuck here making deals with making deals with politicians so they can get further ahead, and I'm sucking off grace from these things. And uh, the Lord of Harvest kind of gestures to the husk of what used to be children. Well, I used to have temples, and now I'm. I I would like to proposition you something. If, if possible. You could try. Do you perhaps know what I am? I know exactly who you are. Excellent. I'm a, a middleman, a go-between, a negotiator. Hmm. Perhaps one could even go as far to say a diplomat. You're his herald. Yes, that's, that's a way of framing it. Now, you must know how this works. There's always room at the table, as they say. Perhaps when certain conditions are met, the freeing of the child and my compatriots, we can have uh, a chat in the future. On my words, of course. So you're saying that you will speak to him for me. You will advocate for me to him. But of course. However, that is entirely on the prerequisite that the child and my two compatriots and I feel perhaps the bodies of the deceased children will also have to be freed, though I imagine that's not exactly a difficult thing to ask of you. And I shall... Roll manipulate someone. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I figured this is gonna have to be a perfect one. I don't want. I don't want to fuck this up. I get like a nine or something. 
Um, before the resolution of the role, uh, whether we determine it's a success or a failure, would Dor have had any uh, chance to free uh, me? Yes. Just in case. Yes, I would say while this is going on, uh, Dor would have definitely freed Sybil. And what's happening in the background is Tiberius sees what Dor is doing. And he goes over to William and he starts cutting them free. Ah. Okay. Oh, oh boy. Okay, I better do this well then because yeah. there's a lot of important things happening right just now. Okay. Whew. Okay, right. Okay. The zone, the zone, and the zone. Dice don't fail me now. Dice don't fail me now. <gasps> oh, hallelujah. <laughs> if I could do a victory run, it's an 11. It's an 11, Ooh. people. A six and a three. Uh, plus the plus two from China. Oh, oh. All right. Um, so on a 10 plus, they'll do it for the reasons you gave them. If you ask too much, they'll tell you the minimum it would take for them to do it. Or if there's no way they do it. Okay. Um, which I assume is getting them out of the contract, which is going to be. Oh, so messy. Okay. I'm definitely not telling those two what that's going to entail. <laughs> Lord of Harvest kind of does a finger pyramid and thought. How loud was I being, by the way? Was could, could the three of them Oh, it's me? it's loud enough. He has heard oh, what you've said. Fuck. Oh, well, I'm not... Okay, that's fine. I just, Nemo is a great orator to his detriment. <laughs> yep. Or benefit. Yeah, I, I mean, however you want to take that. No, it's, it's quite right. I do it to myself. I guess Nemo needs to learn about the secrets rule. Oh, well. I, I, I will say, I, I, suspect, I suspect even if that was all audible to Dor... I don't think she was taking all of that in because because oh, she, she, was, she, would, so, she would have been so focused so on, yeah, on getting Sybil down. Sybil uh, sees and hears all of <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought as much, yeah. I mean, I, if, I anything, if anything, it's kind of like thematically fitting, uh, if admittedly from a, like a different mythology, you know, hanging upside down uh, from a tree, you know. Yeah. But, so yeah, Lord of Harvest is like, okay, I, I will accept your terms. Your two companions, the child, and the bodies. Yes. And I'm assuming yourself. I shall extend my hand. Yes, but you're going to need me alive. Of course, of to course. Enact the deal. Of yes. course, I, 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 shall I, extend I joke. My hand to shake. And the Lord of Harvest shakes your hand, and like sort of everything like shifts around you, and the night sky changes to maybe a few hours after you all have stepped into the maze. Oh. And the Lord of Harvest snaps their fingers, and the vines release the bodies, but Tiberius feels these vines move up and wrap around him, and the Lord of Harvest says, I'm taking him, though. Because yes. this, this yes. you understand, this was a big endeavor, and I still need to eat. Yes, collateral. I, I. Just one moment. Door. <laughs> can you? No, no. Door, door, door. Please, may you turn around. Just please, turn around. Door is like mid raising her shotgun. You, you, you're, 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 gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna have to like if you, she is, she is about oh, to try to, to shoot this vibe. Yeah, you can oh, roll manipulate shit, someone. Okay. Yeah, I am. Fuck. Okay, I'm glad I thought of that then. Cause <laughs> if I recall correctly, the, the mechanic for this is even if you succeed the role, 
the other player gets an opportunity to decide yes or no. If they go with your thing, they mark experience. Okay. Uh, yes. I. Door. It's. Turn around. I. I know. It's going. And I'm seeing. It's going to kill him. It's going to kill him, isn't it? I am truly sorry. And I cannot apologize for what is about to happen. Because I have in some way allowed it. Pretty much direct. And if you want, if you wish to look, I will not stop you. But I am saying for your innocence, please do not look. Also, and I, I, I'm going to slightly step just, you know, not in front of the shotgun, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not I'm not that endeavoured to allow this murder to happen. But uh, yeah, I... Yeah, I... Okay, I'm going to roll now. And obviously, Laura, you can blow this off. I don't mind. Oh, that's a seven. Uh, okay, yeah. So on a seven to nine, when you're manipulating another hunter, they mark experience if they do what you ask. So, Dor, you can do as Nemo asks and get experience, or you can try your luck um, by reacting. I think what I'm actually going to do here first is use my last read bad situation question. And what I'm going to do is ask the question, what's the best way to protect the victims again? You've taken in a lot of appreciation for how powerful the Lord of Harvest is just in the few moments that you've known them. And you get that they like to make deals. So the best way to protect the victims would be to either make a deal for yourself or try to kill the Lord of Harvest. All right. Door. Door. I have a feeling like that would hit door like a cold punch to the gut. Yeah. I think Dora's going to respond to this by making a different deal, which is turning to Nemo. I neither want the Lord of the Harvest to hear it, nor do I want Tiberius to hear it. And saying, we're going to kill this thing, right? We can't, I, we can't kill it now. I know that. I know, I saw what it can do. I know we can't kill it now. But promise me, We are going to hunt this thing down and kill it. And this is, I mean, this is the condition that the door is giving you for the manipulate someone. I know that is entirely justified. I'm I'm actually, it's kind of awesome in a very Morkish way, but I'm going to put my hand on Dora's shoulder and I am intentionally doing this. Nemo is not going to make eye contact when he agrees with you. He is very, quite clearly not super, like, the best way to describe it is, I would say Nemo probably does pay you a, a degree of respect, like, you know, quite a, a, a great deal, but this is probably the first time you're seeing him pull the adult agreeing with someone younger than them, but not actually meaning it kind of bullshit. You know what I'm just talking about? Like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. sure, we'll do that thing. Obviously, he's doing it quietly, but, yeah, you get that that vibe of, yeah, no, we're, <laughs> I can't agree to that kind of stuff. No, of course, Dor, yes. 
not that sarcastic, of course, but I mean, like, I'm not making eye contact. I'm quite, Dor doesn't have to read me very hard to see I'm super not in agreement with that sentiment. I do say, yes, of course. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, no, you can, no, seriously, you can act however you wish to than that, I just thought. Lord of Harvest spreads their wings and uh, flies off with Tiberius. Oh God, with Tiberius. And I, okay, uh, I, I I think I think when Nemo won't look Dor in the eye to make this promise and still says it, I think I think she knows he doesn't mean that. And I think there's a there's a pause that's probably long enough for the Lord of the Harvest to pick up Tiberius and start flying. And Dor looks at Nemo again with this just like expression of profound disappointment. And Dor Dor pushes past Nemo and I mean the Lord of the Harvest is flying off, but she tr- she tries to shoot at him anyway. Uh yeah, you you shoot and um since it's a shotgun, like it just spreads out and not like it would do a whole lot of, you know, damage anyways, but yeah. So they fly off. And yeah, you managed to save William and the victims. Most of them. <laughs> well, it's Sans one, but I mean, you know. What what happens with the the husk children? Do they just yeah? Like, they just fall they just dry. Yeah, there is the no ground. ceremony of that. It, they just fall like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> oh god. The three of you. Uh, take William back to the carnival and you alert the authorities and William is taken back home. Severus of Funfair is a bit more celebrated around town uh, because of your efforts. And then the carnival packs up and Severus's traveling Funfair moves on to the next. As November comes by and the Bacon family buries Tiberius, and at Tiberius's gravesite, Tobias finds Tiberius's badge, and Tobias vows that he's going to never forget again, and he's going to find out what happened to his brother. The townspeople start remembering more and more the disappearances of the children, the ones from years back. A particularly adventurous investigative reporter starts writing a very probing editorial and linking these children's disappearances with Timothy Bacon. And while nothing substantial comes from an investigation, it's enough to get the public's attention and to get some concerns about Timothy Bacon's leadership skills. And when November comes by, Timothy Bacon loses in a landslide. Despite making a very hard decision, you are very much the heroes of the situation. But you cannot get over this feeling that this was a case that changed each of you. And it may make you question exactly what you're doing and who you are and why you are the way you are. In the upstairs apartment above Quartz Infinity, Colonel Courtney is stirred from her sleep. She'd been resting in her reclining chair and 
Severus Savarti is sitting on the couch across from her, and she blinks in surprise. Her glasses are off, um, revealing smaller eyes than what a person would typically suspect. And she looks at Severus and smiles. You know, I, I met some of your, uh, your people today. And Severus smiles sadly and sheepishly, and he says, Yes, they, uh, they certainly are adventurous types, aren't they? They're the different kind of souls that uh, I really like having around. And she smiles, and she says, That's, <laughs> that's certainly one way to put it. In fact, one of them uh, left me this, and Cardinal takes the, the drachmi and puts it in her hand and holds it out to um, Severus. And he reaches over and grabs it and looks at it and smiles. And he offers it back to Cardinal, and she holds up her hand. She says, please take it for the trip. Severus nods and puts the coin in his coat pocket. And he says, Cardinal is an interesting name to take. Colonel Courtney smiles and says, Yes, well, cardinals are the harbingers of spring, and spring brings joy, and I, I wanted a name that brought smiles to people's faces. And Severus smiles, and he says, From what I've heard from the a few people, you've certainly done that. And there's a, a stillness, a quietness, like there's a conversation being unsaid. And finally, Courtney says, Will it hurt? And Severus nods and he says, It'll be the most painful thing you've ever experienced. But it'll be over quickly. And she nods. And she closes her eyes and Severus's glow green. I don't know what Sybil would be doing other than bleeding out on the ground. Um, no, 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 you can bleed well, internally from being constricted. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Oh, I mean, so long as the blood is internal rather than external, we're all good. Yeah, blood belongs in on, on inside, not outside.